Blog Talk Radio. to name it after my own uh, emotional state. <laughs> you guys are listening to The B Word, where we are helping resolve broke pockets and broke mindsets. I'm your host, Elgar, and with my beautiful co-host, Jen. How are you this morning? Yeah, I'm doing absolutely fabulous on this Monday. Excellent. Would you like to know why? Would you like to know I why? would. Please tell me. You found we a car. finally found Bray a car. <laughs> I knew that's what you were going to say. You know what? And I got your text over the weekend saying that he did not fit in the Impala because I know you guys were looking for nope. a, uh, you know, him a car. Oh, my but, okay. gosh. That was hysterical. All right. So tell me, what is the new car? Uh, we found a 2005 Trailblazer, and he is absolutely comfortable in it. There's more room than he could possibly want. And I got the price of four thousand six hundred. <laughs> Holy crap! So you even made like uh, four hundred dollars on it. Yes, I did. I mean, so happy, so happy. That is yes, excellent. Yes. I'm now, so happy for you guys. Oh my gosh, that that has been you know such a horrible thing for us because uh, you know Gray wanted things that I just refused to pay for. Not that he doesn't deserve them, but he's going to have to pay for them on his own. But, you know, trying to find this car, I mean, going out for the past four weekends looking for a car that he can fit into. And my husband was just dead set. He could fit into an Impala. And it was like, you know, cramming him into the square <laughs> hole. It was it was hysterical. Well, how does he like the um, Trailblazer? Is he happy with that? Oh. Oh yes, he absolutely loves it. So, and you know, it really doesn't. You know, it's not you know a high-powered car or anything of that nature. So he's going to go speeding, and you know, he can rev the engine and get going. It's still going to truck on slowly and all that good stuff. So I'm very happy. Well, excellent because it was 
It was so funny. When I saw your, your text message, I was like, oh, God, now they're back to the drawing board again. So at least yep. that's over. Yeah, and at uh, the one place that, that he did try the Impala, there was uh, a mechanic there, and he goes, there's that 2005 Trailblazer over there. I can fit into it. And he was the same height as Gray. So we just made a beeline over there. So uh, here we were completely distraught because we didn't know what we were going to do. And one of the mechanics came out and said he could fit in that. <laughs> that is so awesome. So it worked out. I mean, that's excellent. You got a car that was under $5,000. He can fit in it yep. and he likes it. So that's great. Yes. That's great news. Yes. Cool. Well, the B yeah. Word is a talk slash music show that promotes the education of the community through engaging topics about money, politics, education, and entertainment, all while showcasing artists and music that helps to uplift the community. We are on Monday through Friday mornings from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio, and we are just trying to help you move through the rest of the day. So please have that cup of coffee ready to go because we're going to get started in just a few minutes. If you want to join in the conversation, you can call in at 215-383-3787. Press 1 on your keypad to speak with us, or you can just listen live there, which is fine. We won't bother you. Um, please also send us an email to the B underscore word yahoo.com, or you can log into Blog Talk and do the B word. Um, you can also like us on Facebook with the which is B Word with Elgarth. We also have Twitter and Instagram at the B Word underscore Elgarth for both of those. And you can go to the website, the B Word dot com. And please make sure if you haven't already and it's more convenient to download the Blog Talk Radio app on your Android phone, or you can also listen to our podcast on the podcast app on iOS or your iPhone, or you can also listen to us on the um, iTunes app. So um, what we're trying to do is just provide you with some inspiration, motivation, as well as tips that you can use to improve your life financially, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Okay, so uh, you know, what we're going to be talking about is a lot of things. Um, I'm going to give a, a kind of an overview because we have so much to talk about. Today, we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl, of course, yeah. and you know what you're Thoughts are about that. I didn't watch it. Um, did you watch it, Jen? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Oh, okay. And you could hear me screaming at the Panthers the entire <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. Uh, trust me, I love Manning. I am so happy he won the Super Bowl. You know, every it's up in the air whether he's going to retire. Uh, I think he probably will. I'm very, very happy for him. But I'm a Carolina girl. I love my Panthers. So I was kind of disappointed. But, you know, Broncos defense team was just amazing. And the Panthers had never come up against anything like that before. So they were kind of already in the hole before they started. So right. It was so good. we'll be talking more about that. We'll be talking more about that. We're also going to talk about something that happened to me over the weekend. Well, it didn't happen to me, but it happened to a friend of mine. And I do want to touch on it this morning because it's Monday, and this is kind of the day where we start our week and, you know, we get things going. And if we don't start the week off right, then it, it can set the tone for the rest of the week. And we're kind of dragging and moving through the week, you know, like we can't wait to get to the end. So I do want to touch about this. And this is about not giving up. 
not giving up on, you know, dreams, not giving up on something you chose to do, not giving up, period. And I can speak to this because, you know, in my life, I've tended to um, try to give up on something very major, and that's my life. Um, I am a suicide survivor, so, you know, I know all about giving up <laughs> where that can end you. So, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about that today as well. And then we're just going to try to have some fun today. I don't want to make Monday too heavy, but I do wanted to start it off correctly by providing some information about, you know, just taking some hits and keep keep it moving. You know what I mean? Um, so we'll talk about that in just a few. But, of course, I want to start off our week and our Monday with some feel-good music. And then we'll be right back and talk about our topic, Super Bowl, coming up next. We'll be right back. Yeah, 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 baby. Mm. She loves this song, cause I'm on this song. You looking at me, girl, with those big old pretty eyes. And the world's most beautiful smile, I just can't say no. Gotta show you love for making me feel so good inside You can bet that your boy gon' ride For sure, for sure And if you wanna see the world I'm gon' buy you a map But you know Just show me where you wanna go Cause there ain't nothing in the world I would do for my baby My baby If you ask me I'm 
it, uh, Manning may be retiring. Their defensive, so, line, you know. their defensive line was, I mean, Panthers had never been up against a defensive line like that before. So, the, I mean, they were, I knew that the Panthers, it would be a long shot if they won, but I was still rooting for them. But that defensive yeah, line absolutely. on the Broncos is amazing. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it was amazing. And the score was, in case but you guys didn't you watch now, it. Yeah, but you know now, uh, he, you know, Cam is kind of getting harassed right now because he was acting like a little two-year-old. <laughs> uh, did you hear about that? I no, mean, I mean, but he is young, so. Yeah, he's young, you know, first Super Bowl, but, you know, he was kind of throwing a tipper tantrum and he was rolling, smacking the ground. And, of course, afterwards when they uh, were interviewing him, you know, he was like the little kid with his bottom lip stuck out and um, finally just got up and left and walked off the interview. I mean, with all these wow. you know, press looking at him, you know, he was he was uh, a little upset, and a lot of people are calling him out for his bad behavior. Oh, it was poor Cam, yeah. little baby. Yeah, uh, yeah but you so know he's he young. Bad. He has a lot of growing and maturing to do as far as the game is concerned. You know what I mean? And as right. a person, I mean, he's he's young in age. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. You know, he still just has a lot of maturing that he needs to do. And the score, just so you guys know, was Carolina 10 and Broncos 24. So they kind of got, you know, spanked a little bit, but that's okay. You know, yeah. you have a more seasoned, um, you know, team and it just, you know, it wasn't their year. But that's okay. Yeah. But, you know, you know, I mean, I am just so happy the Broncos got to the Super Bowl and that Manning kicked Tom Brady's butt. <laughs> Because <laughs> after everything Tom Brady did with the deflation of the ball last year, we all know about it, and uh, I truly believe he was doing it. There's no way. He can deny it all he wants, but he did it. And uh, I was just so happy for Manning that he kicked his butt before the Super Bowl. So. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Speaking of cheaters, okay, so there has been some talk that um, there was a little bit more favoritism or it was set up for the Broncos to win because uh, Manning may be retiring. What are your thoughts about that? And they wanted him to go no. out, you know, with like a bang or be still on top. No, no, that's not true. Um, if you had been following the Panthers, they had a fabulous season, but their offensive line isn't that good. They've got to beep it up. They've got to, you know, either get the coach doing what they need to do or find some other people. But they were not prepared for the Broncos' defensive line. And that's where it fell apart for them. Okay, so it you wasn't absolutely Manning. believe it and was. you also have to understand, Manning's already been to the Super Bowl. He's done this. I mean, he's had a very long career in football. He knows what he's doing. He's a veteran. Cam is new. So, uh, but I mean, if you'd been, well, I mean, it's really big in our house. So the, the Panthers there, they just couldn't, I mean, they've never been up against that uh, defensive line like that before. So it was all new to them and they really didn't know what to do with that, but they fought okay. hard. They did their thing. So you definitely believe then that it was just their playing uh, techniques uh, yeah. that, kind of failed them versus, you know, it being set up that, okay, we yes. want Manning it to go out up. with, you know. Mm -mm. Okay. Well, I didn't watch no. it, so, you know, I don't know 
But if you say that the defense was just on point, you know, that game, then it probably was. I'm going to take yeah. your word for it. And I do yep. believe that, you know, Cam is young in the game, and he does need to mature. And there probably were a lot of things that um, technically they probably could um, beef up on in order to prepare themselves for next time. I'm just excited that he was able to get to the Super Bowl. And, you know, because he had a lot of naysayers and haters and things of that nature against him. And so it, it just really felt good to see him actually make it, you know, and better luck next time, you know. Yes. Yes, there's always a reason. There's always a reason. And it could be that, you know, his year is coming in a couple of years. You never know. Exactly. Okay, so speaking of the Super Bowl, we're going to continue on. I want to talk about Lady Gaga for just a second. Okay, she sung the Star Spangled Banner for uh, the the, uh, opener of of the game. And first, let me just say this. Lady Gaga, to me, I thought one thing. I had a perception about her. And can I just say that she totally went against everything I thought that she was as an artist. Um, I did not have any idea that she had a voice like that, like that, like she could actually sing, uh, you know, agreed. like that. Oh, yes. I was thoroughly I was impl- so, impressed. Oh, I was so blown away by that. And then I expected her to come out, you know, Dressed like a flag on a on a on a float of the Statue of Liberty, I really expect her to like to go way over the top, and she did, and she really kept it moderate, and I really liked that about um, the performance. Now, what I did not like is the actual rendition of the performance, how she yeah. sung the Star Spangled Banner. I I wasn't yeah. a fan of that. No, neither was I. Neither was I. I did, uh, it was too slow. It was kind of drawn out. But we all know that's Lady Gaga. She's going to do what she wants. But she was impressive. Her, I did not know that she could sing that well. It, I, I had that perception like you did that this is Lady Gaga. This is how she sings. I did not know she had a voice like that. It was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why the press are, you know, saying that she nailed it because she went totally outside of everybody's, you know, I think initial expectations of what she was going to do. And she totally, to me, like she, 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 she shocked us all. And so I think that's why everybody was like, wow, you know, she totally nailed it because we were definitely expecting something different. Yes. Yes. I was just, I did. I expected her to walk out with like meat on her or something. I don't know how she did that to begin with, but that's Lady Gaga, and she is always entertaining. She she'll step outside the box. She has no problem doing that at all. Right, but she definitely came out did her thing. It was very respectful. It was very you know conservative and moderate. Yes. So you know I'm really proud of her for understanding that that is a very solemn moment. You know what I mean? That needs to be respected. And she definitely came out and showed and proved. And did, she did a great job. Again, it, the, the performance wasn't my cup of tea as far as the, the way she sung it. But she still did She did very well, I think. Yeah, I didn't like her hair. Oh, well, you know she got to do a little something. something. And she had her, her eyes. Yeah, I know. Well. I didn't like the hair. I was like, geez, did you sit in front of a fan? Right. And her <laughs> eyes was a little hair. over the top, you know, matching yeah. her outfit. But again, yeah. thinking about what she could have done, I'm, I'm a little yes. bit, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so um, we're going to move on to the very next topic because there's so much to get to today, and that is the Super Bowl commercials. Okay, yeah. a few of them were definitely on point, and I love them. And the first one I got to talk about, which everyone is kind of talking about, is Kevin Hart and the first date commercial with the Hyundai. <laughs> Yeah. Now, first of all, Kevin Hart's a fool already. Yeah. He's awesome. So, he's uh, absolutely awesome. But yeah, and Jeff he's, he's the first to do that commercial. Yes, I don't think anybody else could have done it. That was that script was made just for him. But Jeff, we were sitting on there, we're laughing hysterically. But Jeff is as serious as he can be, and I'm like, "What's wrong?" He goes. If I had a daughter, I'd be doing that exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think all fathers can relate. Yeah. And it was like, I'd be doing the exact same thing. And, I mean, he was dead serious, which, of course, made all of us just laugh hysterically <laughs> after that. Because he, he was like, that's not really funny. It needs to be done. <laughs> right. No, and um, it's what that is what's so funny about the commercial is that it's, it's serious, you know what I'm saying? But he made it funny because I really believe that all men who are parents who have daughters, that's exactly what they're thinking. You know what I'm saying? In their yeah. own mind, it's like, this is, I'm going to be following you. I got my eye on you. And that, like, that was just hilarious the way that it was portrayed. Kevin Hart gets like, a, you know, 10 thumbs up for that one because it was just super hilarious. Yeah, he's just naturally funny. Uh, I would love to be able to just to sit down at a bar with him because I think he's like that all the time. I just think it's very natural. He He's himself, which makes him right. even better as an actor. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the other one that I just actually watched myself, I didn't know um, I was out there, but you uh, hit me to it, which is just freaking crazy, is the William Defoe and the Marilyn Monroe. Girl. Why they get William Defoe to get in that dress and them shoes is beyond me. Oh my God, those, sho- those shoes did not matter. Uh, he does not need to be wearing those shoes. Oh okay, my but God. to see him, because I, you know, when you see William Defoe, he's always uh, he's not like a comedic actor necessarily. You know what I'm saying? He's not. He's yeah. always playing kind of yeah. these, you know, dark kind of you know serious roles. The villain. And then to see him, yes, always, always. And so to make him I mean, like even the villainous in your stars. Yeah, uh, when he did you see the fault in uh, our stars? No, I didn't see that. Oh uh, yeah, he's in that. I mean, he wasn't the villain, but he ended up being the bad guy, but turned it around in the end. I mean, he was—he's always the bad guy. But this is the thing: they made him the villainous side of Marilyn Monroe, which is what's hilarious. You know, he was—he's yeah. still the bad guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They made him the bad guy of her personality. And then to oh, give God. him that Snickers bar, and that was just hilarious. I mean, that was one of, again, the, one of the top commercials um, that were of all time funny that I've seen is him in that dang dress, the Marilyn Monroe dress, and them shoes, girl, just too funny, too funny for work. Well, the other one that everybody is liking is that Dorita commercial. With uh, the pregnant woman getting the ultrasound. Okay, I totally Have missed you that one. No, please, uh, go yeah, describe I mean, it. It's this couple. Uh, she is getting an ultrasound because they're checking you know, out the baby, saying, oh, yes, the baby's absolutely wonderful. And the husband is eating 
Doritos. And he's just eating them, and, and the wife is like, he's eating Doritos. And she uh, grabs a Dorito and throws it, and then the baby comes out <laughs> off the – The baby does what? That. And the baby just comes out to go get the Dorito. It, I mean, it was – everybody liked it. Um, but, you know, yeah, that's the other one that people are saying is the top one. So Okay, so now I've got to go search that one out and find it because I have that one. to see that. Wow. But I like the so one I, with uh, Anthony Hopkins with the TurboTax and the one with uh, Christopher Walken. For It was a car commercial. I forgot which car, but uh, I like those two. Okay. Yeah, the TurboTax, I think I remember you telling me that one where Anthony Hopkins was, um, they were asking yes. him would he ever sell out, but then he's uh, subliminally like, no. advertising for TurboTax. <laughs> yeah. His dog uh, is even named TurboTax.com. Yeah, that was great. Uh, so those are hilarious. So they say that's so good Well, like he does. I mean, like he's good at. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes it even more funny. You know what I mean? That's what makes it so funny. And I know there were some people. I saw a lot of comments on Facebook that you know the Super Bowl commercials this year kind of sucked or whatever. But there were some good ones. You know what I mean? So you just got to have a good sense of humor. There, there were definitely some good ones that um that could make the cut of some of the top Super Bowl commercials, you know, of all time. So um, I'm yeah. not disappointed, and I, now i got to go find the Dorito one because I definitely want to see that one as well. <laughs> yes, you okay. must. So real, real <laughs> quick, we're, we are going to talk about something serious today, um, a topic that kind of happened to me over the weekend. And, and it wasn't happening to me, but a really good friend of mine I spoke to, and this kind of came up, or this was the tone. And so I want to touch on it. And it's about giving up, you know. And I know you said, it was so funny that you said that um, Cam kind of acted like a baby, had his lip poked out, pouting or whatever. But I guarantee you he's going to prepare himself for next time and, you know, get back in the game and get ready for the next That's Super right. Bowl. So, it, yep. it, you know, it's really about what, you know, what you what you plan on doing with your time, even after something that you, that you wanted to happen didn't necessarily go the way that you wanted to to go. And so you need to ask your, yourself these questions. One is, you know, why did you really want to pursue the goal or the thing that you're pursuing to begin with? And has that changed? I mean, because the truth of the matter is when you when you started when you thought about it or you started thinking about doing something, you had a really good reason to do it. And you visualize something, you know, maybe having a better life or, you know, getting a better education, getting a better job, you know, having more money, whatever the reason may be. You you realize a dream that you wanted, and maybe it was you know losing weight. You know we all, especially us women, we that's one of the things we really want to do, and it's because you want to be healthier, you want to live longer, or whatever. And sometimes you know maybe we don't achieve the results that we wanted to achieve, and that's okay. But that does not mean you know you stop believing that you can accomplish it. Maybe it didn't happen in the time frame that you needed it to happen in, that you wanted it to happen in. But you got to ask yourself: If I keep going, if I keep pushing through, you know, whatever discomfort I may be feeling at this particular moment, will it be worth it in the end? And I know, Jim, we kind of talked about this last week about you know doing mm-hmm. that, you know, keeping yes. keeping the dream alive, keep going. The second yes. thing is. 
Have you been operating with too much information? And that means you're constantly checking and rechecking stuff because now we have this great thing called the World Wide Web. And believe it or not, it can be really overwhelming. And uh, despite what you may believe, everything on the web is not true. (laughs) Yeah. There are things out there that are, you know, false people's opinions. People lie. People fake stuff all the time. So, you know, you get on the web, you start searching and reading and looking at all this stuff, and, you know, you start finding information about something that you're trying to do, and then you're like, oh, my God, this is too much. I give up. So, you know, you really just need to make sure that you are looking at things and reading things with people who actually have the authority or the capacity or the competency to talk about those things. You know, look at people's degrees, look at people's experience. And it's not always about education, but people who are act- who have actually lived the experience more than once. And you don't want to look at people who have failed constantly at something. You want to look at people who have failed but have also ended up succeeding because they're the ones who can really give you an overall picture. If you look at someone who failed and then they never tried again, then those are quitters. But if you look at somebody who failed but then they came back and continued to try until they found success. Those are the people you want to listen to. You also want to develop smart goals. I used to talk to my students about this when I taught at Clemson, but this is one of the things that was very important. And your goals need to be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. That means you know exactly what you're trying to do. You have a specific plan to mark your progress as you go. You have the attitude and the aptitude to make your goal a reality. You are willing and able to do the work that's required. Some people come up with all these things they want to do, but they're not willing to put in the work to do it. And then you also want to have a time frame on which you're going to be completing it because you want to have a sense of urgency. If you say, oh, I plan on losing 10 pounds within five years, That's not a sense of urgency. As a matter of fact, you'll probably end up gaining more weight. So you have to have a sense of urgency in what you're doing and make the time frame fit that. So you say, I want to lose 10 pounds in, you know, two to three months. That's something that, you know, you've set a time frame for. And realistically, if you put in the work, can be accomplished. The fourth thing you want to ask yourself is, what is the absolute worst thing that can happen if I keep going? And I don't reach my goal. Am I going to die? Am I going to, is something horrible going to happen? The worst thing that can happen is that you don't reach the goal. Okay, I didn't make it. Let's just try again. Let's do something else. Let's rework this. So you always want to shoot for the moon. Because even if you miss, you could land amongst the stars. And that's just an old quote, old saying. I don't know who said it. But, you know, I keep it in the back of my mind because it's true. The fifth question you want to ask yourself is, go ahead, Jen, I hear you. Uh, Well, you know, uh, that point is so profound to me because, you know, when you're going for a goal and you don't achieve it, in my opinion, it's because there's something you needed to learn. There's something you needed to improve on to be able to be successful in whatever goal you choose. So don't always look at it as a failure and your life is ending. There's something there 
that you need to learn, you need to understand and correct or, you know, improve something of that to where you can do it. There's always a reason and you got to try to figure that one out. Absolutely. And this is the thing. If you're striving to achieve something, I promise you there are going to be some small steps in there where you've actually made some successes. You need to look at that and say, okay, I didn't reach my goal, but look what I did get accomplished. So, you know, look at the small small victories. Yeah. And if you actually put your goals on paper and you're saying how you're going to achieve them, you're going to notice there's like 15, 20 steps before you can even get to that goal. It's not like, okay, tomorrow I'm just going to go ahead and be the CEO of this company. No, you've got to go. You've got to get the education. You, you've got to be able to make the grades. You've got to work up you know, through the company and in the business world before you can be a CEO. You just can't jump into that role. There is always n- numerous steps in order to get the goal, and you've got to be able to write them down and have a good plan for it. Absolutely. Number five, ask yourself, are you afraid of success? Are you afraid of succeeding? You know, one of the biggest problems that people have is they really don't like to accept responsibility sometimes. You know, and there are many things that we like to do, but we resist because we don't want the power to impact, hurt, or to disappoint other people. We're always worried about what other people may think, you know, how other people look at us. And this is the thing. It doesn't mean that you don't have dreams. It just means that you're scared of what achieving them is actually going to entail. So you're really scared of success. What's going to happen? Am I going to lose my friends? You know, am I going to lose my family? How are people going to look at me because I'm successful? Are they going to think I'm, you know, bougie now or I think I'm better than you? And so people will downplay what they want to do because, or play it safe rather, because they don't want to hurt or disappoint someone else. But this is the thing. You are actually going to be an inspiration. And people are going to look at you and be like, wow, you know, you achieved that. What, you know, what do I need to do? What can I achieve? Can you help me? So never be people around you. And if the people around you appreciate your success and support you in it, you don't need them as a friend anyway. Absolutely. And we talked about that last week about your circle and the people you need to keep in and the people you need to kick out, basically. Yes. All right. Number six. Are you acting on impulse or emotion instead of thinking things through? So this, this, you know, a lot of us do this. When we fail at something, we're like, oh, forget it. You know, it's, it's never going to work. I'm never going to do this. But that's that emotion that has crept up because maybe you didn't accomplish something that you wanted to. So immediately you act on those things when you should really kind of take a minute and let those emotions kind of subside and die down so that you can think clearly. Anytime we act on an intense emotion like anger, fear, or frustration, then you often make decisions that you regret. I mean, look at how many people are in jail right now because they acted on anger or fear or frustration. And maybe they killed somebody or they hurt somebody or something bad happened. And it's because that emotion creeps in and you act on it. Sometimes we need to just breathe and take a moment and kind of say, okay, let me let this pass because this is not a permanent situation. Let me think through this decision and, you know, even step away from it and come back to it. And that way you won't be making decisions off of a temporary emotion. Right. Number seven. Because those those decisions can have an impact as 
to the goals you want to achieve, what you're doing, and the people that are looking at you. So, you know, having a snap decision, you know, that's for a temporary emotion can really affect a lot of other things. Absolutely. The other is number seven is, would you enjoy giving a loved one the honest explanation for why you gave up? Okay, so, and you got to be honest with yourself. So let's say you got a daughter and, you know, she's looking at you and she's like, I wish mom would quit smoking. And so you tell your daughter, oh, yeah, I'm going to quit smoking. And then next thing she sees you and you have a cigarette. And so how would you explain that to her? You know, could you say, I stopped trying to quit smoking because cigarettes are more important to me than having golden years with you. (laughs) How would that sound to her? You know what I mean? Um, so you got to think about the impression that you're making on people who are around you when you decide to give up. And is that the example that you want to set for your children um, and for those people who are looking to you for an example of what to do and of what right looks like? So definitely don't give up because there are some people, some young people, some little people that are looking to you for guidance and mentorship. Number eight. Right. Would your life be better if you gave up on this goal? And this should be a no-brainer. I mean, if you chose a goal to lose weight, would your life be better if you did not lose weight? And the answer to that would definitely be no, because your health is going to be worse, your mood is going to be worse, a whole bunch of things are going to be worse. So if you want to live a healthier life, then, of course, you need to lose weight. So, no, your life would be better. Would your life be better if you decided to give up on trying to um, be better at your business? And the answer to that, of course, would be no. You you don't you wouldn't have as much money. You maybe your business wouldn't be succeeding as it does. So there's a whole bunch of things that would not be better if you decided to give up on your goals. Number nine, and this is something this is really important. How much have you already put into this? I see so many people. They, you know, get into something, they put a lot of effort and time and money, sweat, tears, whatever, into it, and then you prematurely walk away before you're able to realize, you know, all your efforts. Why would you devote so much time and money and sacrifice so many things for something you truly believe in to give up and walk away before you've actually realized that success. And there is a a picture, it's a motivational picture out there, and it shows two men that are digging through a cave. And one man is digging, 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 and he stops right before his breakthrough. And you can see, like, he's one hit away from breaking through. And the other guy, he keeps going, and he actually breaks through and he makes it to his goal. You do not want to be that man or woman who stops just short of your breakthrough. So keep going. I mean, you've already put in so much work. Don't give up at the very end. And then the last one, what would you tell someone else if they were in your shoes? And this kind of goes back to, you know, would you be able to explain you're giving up to a loved one? But if you had a best friend, you know, and or uh, some a mentor or mentee that you're trying to, you know, influence, what would you tell them if they're trying to do the exact same thing that you're doing? You wouldn't tell them to give up on themselves. Of course not. You would tell them to keep going, to keep working, you know, to don't have doubt in yourself. 
to believe that you can, you know, accomplish something. And yes, it's going to take hard work. And yes, it's going to take persistence. But the end result is going to be so much greater. And you definitely don't want to tell them you quit because you were scared. So you definitely want to keep fighting to the end no matter what. Yes. And the other thing is, you know, if this is the goal you want, don't let other people who might think it's a stupid goal or they think you'll never achieve achieve it influence your decision to either continue on the path or quit. It needs to be the decision made by you, not by somebody else's opinion. Because I know a lot of friends of mine, they have listened to other people and they gave it up and it was the wrong decision in the long run for them. And so don't listen to anybody else. Listen, listen to your gut. And if this is what you truly want, go for it. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to give our last thoughts and, um, you know, let you go and start the rest of your day. So we'll be right back right after this break. Squeezing tight, calling my name, trying to make 
And so this particular show was awesome. We talked about the Super Bowl. And if you missed any of the commercials, I guarantee you if you go online and search Super Bowl commercials 2016, you're going to be able to find all the ones that they showed. And Jen was just giving me a rundown of some more that I missed. And one with Steve Harvey and T-Mobile. So I'm going to go check that one out. But again, if yeah, you missed them. check it out. As well as the halftime show with Beyonce and Bruno Mars, you can also see those um, because they have clips out there of everything. Of course, as you know, with the invention of the internet and YouTube and all that, you can pretty much see anything without even watching it. And so, <laughs> I could probably watch the whole Super Bowl and not, you know, not have missed anything. So, um, yes. just make sure you go and search search those things. Also, um, want to you know close out our topic for today, which was. You know, never give up on on things that you're trying to do, on your goals and your dreams, because you'll just find that you'll regret the decision later on. So make sure you're not making decisions based off of temporary emotions and that everything you do, you know, you are just step by step moving forward. And I promise you, eventually, the all your efforts will be realized if you just don't give up. Any closing thoughts on that, Jen? Just make sure that you wake up every single day knowing that it's a new day, it's a clean slate, you get to start all over, or you get to continue from where you left off the day before. So every day, there can be a, a, a new adventure, uh, uh, you know, one step closer to that goal that you want. Every day is brand new. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to, to do that. <laughs> oh, well, I know. You just want to be the center of attention there and shut me up, right? <laughs> I know. I totally didn't mean to do that. My bad. Um, so, anyway, look, we're so glad that you guys were listening. As always, it's a pleasure to be able to talk with you all each and every week. Remember, we are on Blog Talk Radio Monday through Friday, 9 and 10 a.m., so thanks again for tuning in. Tell your friends, and we do hope that you got something that has helped to open your mind just a little bit more. And as always, everything we say and do is because we love you, we love us, and being broke ain't free. I'm your host, El Gotham, with my beautiful host, co-host Jen, and we will see you next time on, what is it, Jen? The B Word. Have a fabulous start to the week, everybody. Absolutely. Right now, 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 right now,